0: creature, caught, caught in a place he cannot stir from in the dark, alone, outnumbered hundreds to one, nothing to live for but his memories, nothing to live with but his gadgets, his cars, his guns, gimmicks, and yet the whole family can't bring him down out of that that lucky paradise brother, oh my god. In a world gone mad. Our fellow countrymen are dying. In the city of Los Angeles. Hospitals have begun to crack under the strain. In the aftermath of biological Armageddon. Now the question is survival. A ruthless band of outlaws rules the night. (laughs) But one man rules the day. The Omega Man. He's a man clinging to the life he once led. You are the refuse of the past. You're full of crap. A man hell bent on eliminating the creatures that stalk him. We were chosen for just this work. To barbarians. A man who thinks he's the last person on earth. <laughs> There's never a cop around when you need one. Until the day he meets her. Up against the wall, you mother. Now, he's discovered something the whole world needs. There was a vaccine, just an experimental batch. He could save the world. And he'll stop at nothing to rescue humanity. Throw away those Halloween costumes and get these people organized, damn it. Academy Award winner Charlton has. Are you fellas really with really the Internal Revenue Service? Anthony Zerby. take him to the little room. And Rosalind Cash. You got any more questions, fathead? In a film from the director of Mosquito Squadron. They're scary like that. The Omega Man. He's not the last man on Earth, but he's mankind's last hope. Another day, another dollar.
1: Welcome. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We're not experts or gatekeepers, we're just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at Cast, or email us questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. I'm Jim.
2: And I'm Frank. Frank. <laughs> Jim.
1: Let's apologize to our listeners for our sound quality, but what are we apologizing for? Philadelphia is under martial law.
2: Yes, so we we cannot meet up in person like we usually do.
1: And I'm not saying martial laws and the comic book guy from uh, Epic from like the '80s. I'm talking about literally we can't leave our houses.
2: Yes, it is uh, it is strongly discouraged to not.
1: leave So we're our- recording by Skype, correct?
2: Yes, we're we're recording by Skype. Um, you know, usually our our setup is. I would say somewhere between amateur and pro, um, and right now, you know, and then right now we're probably leaning way, way more towards uh, amateur, so I think you and I both have no idea how this is going to sound uh, in the end, so uh, we're hoping for the best, bear
1: with us. It's impossible to make my sultry voice sound any less sexy.
2: (laughs) Well, there, there you go. It'll be uh, come hell or high water. Your your voice will will remain uh, sexy and sultry.
1: Frank, I'd like to wish you a happy hanami. Do you know what hanami is? No, what's hanami? It's sakura season in Japan. It's the sakura festival. So it's cherry blossoms.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
1: That's became official, I think, last week. So the hours has been canceled. <laughs>
2: So the but the, the trees will will blossom that that will happen.
1: Life will continue life, even if humanity will not. Life
2: finds a way.
1: I had tickets for the Sakura Festival oh. in Philly. Yeah, and uh, we talked about this last year because it's our one-year anniversary.
2: Woo! Congratulations! Yeah. Did you give me something? Party time!
1: I didn't. I I brought you uh, all the knowledge and wisdom of an amateur. Podcaster about anime.
2: Uh, oh yeah, that's that is true. Well, thank you so much. I, I do yes. appreciate that. Yeah,
1: no problem. I I work very hard at you this. You do, you do. I do agree. I I like that you said we're somewhere between amateur and professional. We don't get paid for this, so we're definitely not we're professional.
2: Definitely not professional. Yeah, well, yeah. If the money ever ever rolls in, then then maybe we'll scoot a little bit more towards professional.
1: yeah Scooch. So I had ticket. Oh I'm sorry. no no no! You're I had right. tickets. We're going to be talking over each other a couple times and apologizing because this is very difficult to do without being in the yes. same room. We'll get used to it, though. So, I bought tickets for Sakura Festival. Uh, it had been canceled, and I had tickets for myself, my wife, my daughter, and a roommate. And they offered a refund, but I donated to the Japanese Society of Philadelphia.
2: Oh, that's awesome!
1: Yes. But I wish I had that money back because we can't work.
2: Yeah, that's that's the other end of it. We can't work. Things are, things are not good. But you were doing something for, for the bar, weren't you?
1: I did. I did a little takeout event where uh, you could come in one at a time, six feet apart, and then uh, order beer and generously tip to the staff. And they split up the money and they all made a a good amount of money for a couple hours worth of good. work.
2: It's nice to see, like, stuff like that happen, you know, with everything that's going on, like, people showing up and, and you know, tipping generously and whatnot.
1: We have amazing regulars, and it's good to see, and we'd like to thank them all. How have you been holding uh, up?
2: I have been fine. I haven't really left my house too much. Um, you know, I have, like, a routine set up now, so I'm doing things that I think, Either I do normally or should be doing normally. Like, I wake up, I stretch, I meditate, I uh, go running outside, which I've, like, never done in my life. Um, uh, So, yeah, I mean, I'm keeping somewhat active, and I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing.
1: Ah. You and the rest of the world are playing Animal Crossing. Yeah,
2: I mean it's it's a great distraction in general, and especially now it's like uh, you know you gotta you gotta collect bells, which are the you know the currency system in the game. That's the money, and um, yeah, you're constantly in debt. It's just like real life. Um, it's great. <laughs> uh, what about you? Have you been doing any anything extra besides you know uh, working and, and things like that?
1: Just been cleaning, which is one thing. Uh, I've I had to take a package. I left the house because I had to take a package to the post office for my daughter, or not for my daughter, for my wife. One or the other. Uh, I'm old enough to be yeah, a post yeah. father. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh. So I so I walked over to the post office, which is not too far for me. But I was like, let me get out of the house, and you know, we're supposed to be under, you know certain restrictions and people aren't supposed to be close to each other and everything nobody was listening yeah. this was on Saturday so I walked over there I came back then I did a little loop around the park and around the park there was people playing basketball like full contact Ugh. swing bodies <laughs> slapping into each other which was very horny yeah I, the mean, way I will you're say that it, yeah. but, <laughs> but you know all I kept seeing, instead of seeing the sex all I was seeing was germs being passed and viruses and everything and it's just no one was listening to anybody's mandates in Philadelphia. Some people were, some and people not that's
2: aren't. why we're in the position we are at now. This is why we can't have nice things. It's true. Nobody listens.
1: I put so many hours into Death Stranding.
2: Me- yeah, really? Was that So that's what you're doing then, besides delivering packages. Last- well, I guess
1: you are. Yes, last time I checked, <laughs> <Last time laughs> I-, I am <laughs> delivering virtual packages. The last time I checked, I was at like 140 hours I've been playing this wow. game. And you're... St- you're still I just, not done? Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I, I built a massive zipline network around the entire continent. I'm doing the first prepper mission next. People that don't know anything about Death Stranding, don't worry about it. Uh, so I have to, first prepper mission, so I have to go to these mules, mules are these like pirates, and I have to retrieve something from them. And then I can eventually make it to the geologists, I believe I'm going to them. I have to go to the geologist and the paleontologist after all this. this
2: is all still part of the main storyline, or is this all like side story stuff? It's all side
1: story stuff. I get lost in side stories. And that's why they're playing 140 hours. I
2: mean, there's no better time than now, and there's not a whole lot to do.
1: No, there isn't. And I'm going to start exercising today. Actual exercise, not video game exercising. Oh, yeah. Probably what are you going
2: to do? You're you going to do some, do? Do some, uh,
1: some I don't know, body weight stuff. Yeah, I've I've got I've got a, enough equipment in the house so I can get a decent oh, workout. Fine. Yeah, I have a treadmill downstairs.
2: Oh, all right,
1: sweet. I got a Livestrong. Oh, one. okay. Yeah, you know, Lance Armstrong <laughs> before he was uh, shamed.
2: Yeah, yeah, that used to be very, very popular once upon a time.
1: So, and uh, back to Death Stranding because this is what I've been spending a lot of time doing. So, I've been doing these like pizza missions. Okay. So, you have to take pizza and you got to deliver it to this guy named Peter Engler. Right. And the way he, he sends you an email, and this email these these ridiculously long. Part of this game is reading yeah. emails, and it's like real life, honestly. And uh, he sends you these like elaborate emails that like almost seem condescending. And I've read no spoilers, yeah. and I don't want to spoil anyone, but I think this guy might be the big bad of the game, this pizza guy.
2: Really? So you're delivering... You, Nobody you spoiled. potentially these side missions that you're delivering pizza might end up being
1: the end-all, be-all, the big bad? <laughs> I think so. I think I'm delivering pizza. Either he's receiving the pizza and eating it, or he's just trolling me and making me... Like, one of the missions was I had to carry pizza and champagne... Okay. And I was like, oh, this shouldn't be too bad. I'll just throw it on my back, use my zip line. Of course, this all means nothing to anyone right. that hasn't played the game. But then I took ha- I couldn't take the champagne with me without carrying it, so I had to take I took the-, the pizza all the way to the location, and then I came all the way back, and then I walked with the champagne all the way across the continent.
2: Now, with the champagne, it was- are you actually because you know with the game, it's like you have to make sure like is was it if you fall over, the champagne spilled out, or was it in like a box or something?
1: it's in about everything's in a box in this game but it's like you know it's considered delicate i guess fragile Ah, and uh, so you have to i was just running i put on my speed legs and i just ran the whole time but i was just like cursing like i can't believe i have to do this twice it's It's ridiculous ridiculous. but then i get these emails right i get this email from this woman called the roboticist and i finished her whole storyline but the email was like creepy and kind of hurt my feelings wait it hurt your feelings it's it did. Okay. I'm going to read this email that I got. Okay, Sam okay. Sam is me, by the way. So you go, a little background, you go and you, uh, this woman needs a generator. Her first mission is you need a generator because she has a kid and the kid's sick and you have to, you know, you have to run these missions. So once you get five stars on these missions, then you kind of completed mm-hmm. the area. She sends me an email. It's like, goes like this. Sam, that's me. I have a confession to make. I'm not here. Never was. My child? A lie. When you spoke with my hologram all those times, you imagined I was inside the shelter, right? But you never saw me. And the mails you've been receiving? They were written by an AI construct based on my archived data. had no idea, did you? Thought I was alive and well. I am, in a sense. Since I'm nothing but ones and zeros now, I can't die either. So, (laughs) So long as the generator brought me holds out. Guess I found a way to outlive the stranding. Ha! Not really. I'm still kicking. Still waiting for you to come over the horizon with another delivery for little old me and mine. Until then, old friend, don't be a stranger.
2: Wow. So this this AI yeah. tricked you, and you thought you were helping this, like, single mother.
1: But am I or aren't I? Was she kidding? Yeah. I have no idea. This game, like, plays with your heartstrings. It's yeah. kind of bummer.
2: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Maybe that's the future, though. You know what I mean? You get tricked by AI into doing things, and they make you feel, and then they just go, haha, that's a joke, human.
1: <laughs> Silly so, human. With your emotion. All I got to say is keep on keeping on out there if you're playing this, you know. Randy. Thumbs up. What do you got? Again? Any details from uh, Animal Crossing? All I've seen is memes. Yeah,
2: I mean, the... the the good and the bad about animal crossing is like it's it's a weird game to be playing to kind of lift yourself up because it's supposed to be played i think personally in chunks like you're supposed to check in with your you're on an island in this game right so you're supposed to like check in with your island village like once or twice a day you check like if like today for instance in philadelphia it's raining outside so like the game will check weather patterns in your area and if it's raining outside in real life it'll rain in the game. So that'll give you access to things like special sort of fish and like certain bugs come out and things like that. So the game is supposed to be played like in these small kind of drips and drafts and you just check in with everybody. But because of the way things have been, I've been just kind of like obsessing over everything in the island and like cleaning up, you pull weeds and you shake trees, so things come out, and you fish, but there comes a point where you basically do everything, because it's, you know, resets daily, so, uh, I'm kind of like, I guess, breaking the game a little bit by, by doing everything, uh, which is, I guess, good and bad. Also, I, uh, you know, if anyone's interested, reach out on the social media page, I'll, I'll share my friend code. We could be friends.
1: Is that how it works? Yeah, you can have you can friends, have friends in the
2: game, um and what that gives you access to is their island and then certain islands have mainly like different fruit so like when you first start off in the game your island your village is only given access to one particular fruit so i have apples but i know people who have like peaches and plums and pears and usually you need those they sell for more in your you know your little island economy and on top of that you need them to like craft different things so it encourages you to make friends which is like a very nintendo thing um yeah which you know i'm all for i'm all for for new friends so if anyone's interested feel free to reach out and and we'll we'll that's so desperate (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean uh i'm fine though man everything's (laughs) great here (laughs) let me just
1: say okay so Remember, Death Stranding came out, and everybody complained yeah. how boring it was, like, quote-unquote, is boring. And then you described this to me, and it sounds so Apple boring. Animal Crossing is, a, yeah, it's definitely, like, a weird game.
2: It's kind of in line with, like, you know, like, The Sims or, like, SimCity. Like, I don't know. It It gets away with, it's cute, and it scratches a certain itch for people where it's, like, a, kind of a taskmaster sort of thing where you just kind of check things off um it's definitely not for everybody uh and i I think part of it also relies on nostalgia because the last time it was on like a physical at home console was the gamecube which was uh, i don't know 10 years ago i don't remember when the gamecube was a thing but
1: was it on a handheld at some point i remember yeah yeah, i think it was the
2: last one i think was only a few years ago on the 3ds but in terms of like on a physical like at home, big screen or television screen, it hasn't like there wasn't one for the Wii, I don't think, or the Wii U, or anything like that.
1: And this is just this on is Switch. Just right?
2: on Switch, yeah. So, uh,
1: I thought I thought about getting it, but it's just entirely a Switch is entirely too expensive yeah, and right now. Yeah,
2: I I don't blame you at all. And like most Nintendo things, they almost never get discounted. Like games don't get discounted. No, consoles ever. very rarely, even like during Black Friday, you'll get like. It's not the console that gets discounted. You get like, oh, a $25 gift card to Target. So, you're like, cool, all right. Well, I I guess I'm shopping at Target now. I recommend it, uh, at least trying it. It's a nice little distraction, and the music is great. It's very chill. Um, Yeah, it's just a fun little game.
1: So, Frank, I gave you a little homework this week.
2: You you did give me a little homework, yes. How much homework Uh, did you get? I got done... I got done uh, 0% of the homework.
1: (laughs) All right, good, because we're going to talk about a show that just came on Netflix. Uh, And it sounds like I'll be writing this alone. So uh, the show is called, it's something we were waiting for. We talked about how much we waited for and um, waited for it. And uh, Frank apparently wasn't that excited about it, but I blew through it. So if you have any questions, Frank, you stop me at any time. The show is Beastars, core number one, streaming on Netflix, 12 episodes. The studio is Orange. The source is a manga by Paru Itagaki. She's the daughter of Keisuke uh, Itagaki. He was the creator of Grappler Baki, which I hate. Genres, genres, drama, psychological, shounen and slice of life shown and of course marketed towards young boys or men boys synopsis in a world populated by anthropomorphic animals dear said easier read than said herbivores and carnivores coexist with each other for the adolescences is that a word adolescences uh, yeah. copy paste of course i don't think that's the word adolescence of Cherry's academy School life is filled with hope, romance, distrust, and uneasiness. The main character is Regoshi, or Legoshi, the wolf, a member of the drama club. Despite his menacing appearance, he has a very gentle heart. Throughout most of his life, he has always been an object of fear and hatred by other animals, and he's been quite accustomed to that lifestyle. But soon he finds himself becoming more involved with his fellow classmates, who have their own share of insecurities and finds his life in school changing slowly did you catch any of this
2: did i catch any of what you had said or the show uh no i didn't catch any of
1: it at all what were your thoughts on beast uh
2: i would say that um i would go 10 out of 10 must watch i don't really want to give anything away because i want people to enjoy (laughs) it from a very
1: pure experience
2: standpoint
1: all right. Well, I'm going to ruin okay, experience.
2: for
1: All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about. And if you have any questions, like I said, okay. you ask. Uh, they have a stop motion intro, which is amazing. It's Little toys, like fluffy toys. It's amazing. Uh, the op kind of sounds like a rip off of Cowboy Be- Bebop at first, but it changes. a bit vi- There's a visual switch, which is very cool. It has three distinct EDs with different animation, involving three different characters including one that's, like, Lagoshi's carnivore instinct. And there's some memorable characters in it. There's, like, minor characters that are really memorable. There's this chicken girl <laughs> who lays eggs for them to eat breakfast. Okay. She's very proud about the eggs she makes. She has a segment at the beginning before the uh, intro in one of the episodes that is absolutely, like, I laughed my ass off during it. It was very... They have a mandrel. You know what a mandrel yeah, okay. is? Mandrel's like a type of baboon, but it has a striped baboon. nose. Dude, can you envision yeah, yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think about? I have an idea. With the hair, it has like spiky looking hair. So they have this mandrel who is the disciplinarian okay. in the school, and she looked like. Do you remember Mimi from yes. the Drew yes, Carey Show? Well, with the with the stripes and everything in <laughs> the hair, it looked like you know, like an eccentric office woman. Like she had, looked like she had like all the makeup. There's some very cool, like, feminist messages in this, but sometimes it was a little confusing. Yeah, the one character, Haru, who's, like, this tiny little bunny, she um, she gives this whole speech during a scene where she's like, I'm a woman, and this is what it's like to live in this world, which was awesome. But then they had, like, issues. I had little issues with, like, maybe she she feels like she doesn't want to weigh down the character Lagochi with, like, girl problems. But then we had this one character named Nero who shows up, and she's, like physically imposing and beautiful and talented, and she overpowers like this character named Rui, who's actually Louie, I believe, but I think the right. translation's Rui, who's this deer that is trying to overthrow, he, he's trying to get the same impression carnivores have on herbivores. So she, he's trying to overthrow this like stigma where he's considered weaker than a carnivore. So he's very like right. aggressive, but she just physically overpowers him and basically says she's in charge. Hmm. It's got a very interesting take on racism and intolerance, which is very cool. And I did say, I did see, like, maybe it's my own personal take in politics, like, a parallel between the carnivores complaining about discrimination and white people whining that they're a subject of social discrimination. Yeah. Even though white people in general, white culture, Western culture, has had, like, 2,000 years of sucking. I mean, and it takes like a long time to earn trust from others. You know what I mean? So quit complaining and start sure, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that might just be my own personal politics out of it. But warning this is a story for young adults and adults. There's sex, there's drug abuse, there's violence, there's objectification of women. And the criminal carnivores basically do whatever they want to the herbivores before they eat them because there's like a oh, criminal man. underground of carnivores. Like, eat herbivores. But I think that, like, especially the sexually stu- sexual stuff uh, is not presented to titillate, but it's more in a way to show that this world is not a utopia and very much mirrors our own. So, Frank, what was your new talk? Uh,
2: I gave it a must-watch, obviously.
1: Oh, yeah. excellent. Good choice, because I gave it a must-watch <laughs> as yeah, well. Yeah,
2: we're in agreement once again.
1: Good job. It, Good was, job. Good it talk, was an around.
2: excellent talk. It was really titillating.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I love your insights.
2: <laughs> I give the best one, really. Fan favorites all around. That's that's what I'm here for.
1: It's so it it, it gives Tim gives like a complete story arc in this first mm-hmm. core, with enough questions to want a little bit more. The CGI is very good, if not great. I mean, we're used to great CGI yeah. nowadays. We um, uh, into the Spider Verse is amazing, but it's it's very good and it gets the point across. And the character development was amazing. I think it presented late teen relationships in a way that didn't insult our intelligence, which often happens in anime. Another example of what, of like intelligent teen relationships is Summer 2019's Oh Maidens, Your Savage Season. If you like to Oh Maidens, Your Savage Season, you're going to love this show. And I really enjoyed it. All right, then. And I'm going to throw, throw Lagoshi, Haru, and the OP and the visuals of the OP in for like best of winter. I'm gonna throw this into best of winter for sure.
2: Now I have to watch
1: it. <laughs> oh, you absolutely have to watch it. I mean, you had to watch it last week, but you you decided that you weren't your your dog ate your. Well, homework, you know so. what
2: the 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 bells aren't gonna they're not gonna make themselves. I need to harvest my weeds <laughs> and fish. You know, um, I got to pay off that debt to Tom Nook, who is the person who owns my loan. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright Frank how about the second part of our homework yeah so, I, I did, did that 100%, 100% yeah. okay so our big review this week and for our one year anniversary a film that probably i watched we talked about the film that mm-hmm. I've watched the most anime related was uh, Akira we covered that last week this week we're doing 1993's Jubei Cho or Ninja Scroll Streaming on Hulu. The studio is Madhouse. Staff. Uh, they were directed. It was directed by the legend Yoshikawa Kawajiri. He did Wicked City, Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust. The source is original. Jean's Adventure, Fantasy, Historical, Horror, Romance, Shonen, Supernatural. Once again, Shonen. What's Shonen? For?
2: Shonen is for young
1: men, boys. This is just a yes. marketing term. Synopsis. Mm-hmm. You ready? Jubei Kibagami wanders feudal Japan as an itinerant swordsman for hire. After a past betrayal left him masterless, he has no more patience for warring political factions and their schemes. Unfortunately, both past and political intrigue collide when he meets and saves a female ninja named Kagero. From a man with the ability to make his body as hard as stone... The sole survivor of a ninja clan, Kagero continues her team's last mission, investigate a mysterious plague that wiped out an entire village. And Jubei wants nothing to do with this. But the stone-like man's allies, a group of ninja with supernatural powers known as the Devils of Kimon, make that uh, option difficult. To make matters worse, a government spy poisons Jubei, promising him an antidote if he can unravel the true intentions of the Devils of Kimon and their connection to the plague. The trail leads to a shadow-to-shadow leaders, a plot to overthrow the government, and a man that Jubei thought he would never see again. Some quick background. This film has been cited by the Wachowskis as an influence on the Matrix franchise, and it resulted in Kawajiri later contributing to two segments in the Animatrix anthology. Uh, Warner Brothers has the rights to a live-action adaptation. They've had it for years. Leonardo DiCaprio is part of the production committee, and he said he wants to use an all-Asian cast. And back, last thing we heard, it was going to include the boy band SMAP. S M A P. Now this was like 2005, so they're no longer boy band; they're right, like old man uh, band at this point. This has been in development, this was that was years ago, and this has been in the lowest levels of development hell forever, similar to Akira. Frank, what do you think? So of Ninja Scroll. So,
2: Ninja Scroll was, like, interesting to me. It was, like, viewing it, it was something, like, more or less what I had thought anime was when I was growing up, which makes sense, because I, you know, I was I was born in 1990, this came out in 1993, um, so it would make sense that this is kind of how I would see anime in terms of it being, like, very adult and graphic. And, like, very action-packed. Um, for better or for worse, I think, like, the the plot is very simple. It's just a basic, like, action plot, right? So you're kind of, like, going point A to point B in the fighting. But it's interesting to see things that um, have taken influence from it, I think. Like, uh, probably the most... The easiest two to compare it to is Blade of the Immortal and then Naruto.
1: Naruto is a good example. Blade of the Immortal, you have to remember, was in manga form for a very long time. So these two came together around the same, like, these came together around the same time. So that's, in the a, 90s. yeah, so
2: I had, I looked that up, and this is an interesting little, little tidbit. So Ninja Scroll came out in June 5th, 1993, right? Blade of the mm-hmm. Immortal, June 25th, 1993 is when it had started, yeah, so I don't know if there's like a correlation. I mean, obviously it's like you're talking about two and a half weeks or whatever, um, or two weeks. So I'm sure, yeah, you know, Blade of the Immortal is probably already in early stages of development. But I kind of found that to uh, to be interesting because you know they're very similar. Um, I, yeah. didn't, I I enjoyed it though. It's it's like if you I think like action movies, you're going to like this movie.
1: I was, personal experience with this film, I was, I saw this in the mid-90s. I think it came to the United States Mm -hmm. in 95. And back then, adult animation was mixed in together with, like, at chain retail stores with, like, kids' animation. So you would go into, like, Blockbuster or West Coast Video, which don't exist anymore. Blockbuster, I think, barely exists. And you'd have Ninja Scroll on the same shelf (laughs) as Bambi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was just wild. So this uh, Akira and ghost in the shell are like the anime films that I've watched the most. And I think that they are, they were real big gateway anime films for American audiences or Western audiences. And I owned all three on VHS and DVD. So I watched this a bunch. So legit, I didn't have right. <laughs> notes. Barely. I watched it with my wife. She actually enjoyed it, which a lot of times she doesn't get into because we do have ninjas with magical powers. And that's very Naruto, yeah. right? But this is a sexy-ass film. There's lots of boobies in uh, of this I
2: movie. will say that I was surprised to see boobies. I don't know why. I, I was just like kind of shocked. I was like, oh, wow, okay, there's boobies in this movie.
1: Yeah, and the women in this film are amazing. They are my favorite parts of this film. Yes,
2: the women are very, very good, very... Uh... Very um, titillating, I guess you could say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, I mean, they're badass. Like, Benny Sato, the snake lady, mm. she was awesome. Zakuro, uh, the gunpowder girl, that's my favorite girl in the film. And Kagaro's awesome. So, like, they weren't... You know, one of the things that I complain about with, with Blade of the Immortal is that a lot of the female characters are depending on the male characters to be strong. Which I can understand in, the, in right. feudal Japan. You know... But in this one, the women are vengeful and angry and pissed off and have no problem trying to kill a man. Yeah,
2: they're just as badass as as the men. I definitely agree with with that one, for sure. You got
1: anything that, else to add? Yeah,
2: no, I agree. I agree 100 with your point. I mean, um, the Snake Lady in, in particular, in particular I, I had really enjoyed. I thought that that was uh, she was cool. I liked the whole bath scene.
1: Yeah, when, she's, uh, when the snakes mesmerize him yes. by riding them. Yeah, when I was watching with my wife, she was like, oh, man, that's cool. And he's dipping out. And he was cool, too. You know, Jubei was cool. I mean, he's he's the driving force of the film. His story is the climax of it. But um, when it came down to it, I think that the, the females in this, this film definitely held it together. And it didn't get to the point where it was you know, there were sex scenes and there was you know there's a rape scene and when we were watching it, when we first started watching it my wife was like oh no and i was like i you know i I told her ahead of time i was like "If you have any questions about this film ask me i have no problem telling everything about it and she was like oh no and i told her i was like don't worry the bad guys all get theirs in the end don't worry you know i mean like the, the things happen for a reason and there's consequences which of course i've talked about Consequences, man. We need consequences Definitely. in our stuff.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. And I yeah. thought that with that scene in particular, if you're somebody who's listening and, and you know, um, kind of worried about something like that, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, like you had said, the consequences are there. Um, it's, it's
1: just part of it. Yeah, it's not like a uh, Blade Immortal All there's right. a gang Where work. it's
2: like, what's what's the you point know,
1: and of then this? and then the woman has to bring the baby to. Uh, <laughs> That shot. She's got to bring the baby, friggin'. She's got to birth the baby because the guy wants the baby. Some guy wants the baby, but she can still kick butt. It's just no consequences. I don't like it. I definitely (laughs) agree. So, what's your new taku? I would actually uh, put this in must watch.
2: I think it's uh, it's cool to see you know um, where things were and you know uh, numerous things taking influence from from the film itself, and, you know, it's it's a great little action movie.
1: I agree. Must watch. This is a classic. Uh, Kawajira-san's characters all look amazing and everything he's ever done. They have a almost more realistic look mm. to them, as opposed to other anime. And the music is awesome, yes. from top to bottom. Very atmospheric. I would normally give this a masterpiece, because it's mm. so old. Why isn't it a masterpiece, in my opinion? I think this film after watching it so many times, I think this film could have used like a 12 to 13 episode series. There's a lot going on. They do explain it well enough, but I could have used more. I could have used more about like motivations of the villains and stuff like that, instead of them just being vengeful on each, like jealous of each other and everything like that, which is good for an evil character, but I wanted a okay, little so bit. That's more. a
2: great note because I have actually had that written down where I, that was one of my only complaints with the movie is that some of the villains? They seem very one note, and I get it because it is not a series that you're just going to have to introduce certain characters the way that this, you know, the plot is kind of set up. Is that some of them you're just not going to have the time, and you know, they are going to get six minutes and then be dealt with in one way or another, and then you got to move on. But there are they are interesting enough where I do wonder, hey, what's the deal with this guy? You know, what's what's his, like you said, motivation and uh. You know, does, is he more than just this evil villain that's laughing ha-ha-ha-ha?
1: Right. It suits you. He's the guy, the blind swordsman. Like, the blind swordsman I could have used uh, in the yeah, background.
2: Yeah. He you know what I mean? 100, yeah, he was, like, my least favorite, if only because I liked him as, as an idea. But, like, the execution of it was like, hey, here I am, and then... I'm a, a blind bl- guy. And, I'm a, yeah, yeah, I'm a blind guy, and this is, like, five minutes tops. Bye. And you're like, oh, okay, bye.
1: Also, I don't know if you noticed, but Sh- uh, Shijima, I think his name is Shijima, he's the guy that with the claw that goes yeah. into the shadow. His character design from this, and I don't know if he's the origin of it, his character design has been used a lot. Video games, other properties. Like, I know he's a fan favorite. Okay.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. His, his, even his, uh, pow- yeah, his power style... Thing like it has yeah seen it like a million times. Right. Oh God. Okay. Sorry. No, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. It's an, it's another one of those situations with the Skype where we can't you, without being physically here. It's hard. You can't get the you okay. can't get the cues. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so must yeah. watch by both of us. Go check out the scroll. Nineteen ninety three. It's streaming on Hulu. It's a quick watch. It's only a hundred and I think it's hundred thirty yeah, minutes. You, Listener questions. Listen to send us questions on Instagram and Twitter at NintakuCast or email us at Nintaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them all on the air. Question: What are your thoughts on filler episodes? Is there any show who does them well? Any shows whose filler you cannot stand? Alright, right,
2: so filler episodes in general, I detest them. I think that, especially in this day and age um it's hard to kind of excuse it uh it should just be hey cut out the filler you just get the meat and that should be that uh i get that certain things like there's a reason behind it um especially when the anime catches up to the manga but uh that's like a whole other thing i will say that the the best stuff that i had seen and granted i didn't finish the series but i read it completely is probably naruto Um, if only because they do a good way, they, they blend things well with it where they'll take main components and kind of mix it in with filler. And some of the filler itself will explore other like side characters. So if you're interested in those, it kind of flushes them out a little bit more, especially with that show, there's like a million characters. So it's cool to see some of those kind of side ones get the limelight the spotlight rather, uh, worst. I will probably say that I have seen is, uh, Dragon Ball Z, which I mean, uh, I think is the most notorious to the point where they had, you know, relaunched it as Dragon Ball GT, which was to cut out the filler. So.
1: We don't call, uh, on Utaku podcast, the, uh, garlic junior saga for nothing. Uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z is definitely, uh, you know, any filler we're calling the Garland right. Junior Saga. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is probably the one that I say is the worst. I mean, I've just been watching so much of it that I assume that, you know, that we're going to get filler. We're going to get our our uh, hmm. beach episode or our volleyball episode or our pool episode or bathing suit. I mean, it's just it's part of the genre. Uh, of course, there's the pizza episode yeah. of Code Geass, which is actually so jarringly strange that it's kind of entertaining. Um I don't know if I necessarily dislike much of the filler. I just know I I know it's difficult to fill an entire season, and a lot of times, as you said, like the anime catches up with the manga, and as we learned with Game of Thrones, that often can hurt a product.
2: Now, let me pose a question to you, Jim. If uh, so, something like somebody brought this up to me a couple weeks ago, saying that
1: in In real life, life,
2: life. I know, I actually, you know. Sometimes I do talk to, to human beings outside of yourself in, in real life. But um, my, so My Hero Academia is catching up to the manga. It's, it just seems like inevitable, uh, you know, I guess it's just not going as quickly, and it's popular. So if they had a situation where they you were able to either not get filler, right, but you would have to wait longer for the show to pop up, or the show to pop up, but it would have filler. Which
1: one would you prefer? i wait. Yeah. yeah, I think waiting would be the best, but I, mean, I understand they have to make money. And they have commitments, and people got to get paid. So no, I understand it. Uh, that's interesting. That I, is, is My Hero Academia, do they have an end in sight for the manga? Is he announced that he's going to close it up or anything?
2: Uh, from my understanding, I guess. It's one of those situations where he had originally had an ending in mind, and I think that the manga already passed that, just because of the popularity, Right. but now, like, it's starting to... I don't know if he's officially announced it, but I think he's kind of been, like, saying to people, like, oh, yeah, like, I definitely have an ending, and it, it's coming up sooner rather than later.
1: Right, because we have an Attack on Titans ending soon, anime-wise, but he's announced that he's wrapping up the manga mm-hmm. soon, so... I'd love to see, like, uh, with Attack on Titan. Uh, I'm sorry, the manga cause his name escapes me, but um, I'd like to see what he does because this was like his big hit, his first big project, and it's a huge international hit. I'd love to see what comes after that. Yeah, you know what definitely. I
2: mean? that's, that's like the silver lining to any of that sort of stuff that's like really popular. as You're like, wow, well, this guy knocked it out of the park with this. Like, he's got to do something amazing next, right?
1: Yeah, like, do we get more Attack on Titan, or do we get something new? I'd like to see that with My Hero Academia. I, I love the idea that My Hero Academia, is teenagers, we can do a whole... If they wanted to, they could do a borrow-to thing with My Hero Academia, which we talked about before, where now the children are adults, and now we have a new group... And they're teachers, and now we have a new group of children. Or, I'd like to see, like... a. Them split off and do like adult adventures now. That might be interesting. Yeah,
2: I, I agree with. I mean, both of them. The adult adventures thing. You could. You could just do a whole show like like that. I. I wonder if he like. You know, it would go forward with that. I guess it depends on the individual creator whether they're like, I'm just done with this universe. Like I'm bored of it, or if they just.
1: Which would be amazing. I mean, that's cool. I mean, if he's sick of it and he wants to make something original, that's that's amazing, too. I'd love to see something totally different. He does something sci-fi. Right. For yeah, exactly.
2: It's all about cool. the money, though, so we'll see. Yeah. You know?
1: That is true. i got a quick announcement. I will be the guest on Ring Rust Radio what? next week. Yes, we're going to be doing... Let me find my notes real quick. <laughs> um so if you're unfamiliar with ring rust radio it's a pro wrestling podcast they review WWE, NXT, AEW weekly, every week but the show is very funny, never takes itself seriously which you never should with it's professional right. wrestling for Christ's sake don't take it so, so seriously and every year they do a segment called Mark Madness it's set up in a bracket similar to the NCAA belt tournament if you're familiar at home but it's wrestlers and it's all to determine who they you know is wrestler of the year And I'll be on. I've been a listener for years now, so uh, keep an eye out for that. And thanks to Donnie G for bringing me on. So we're recording, I believe, tomorrow or Wednesday, and it should show up in the next week or two. So give them a listen. If you're into professional wrestling, it's very funny. It's uh, definitely not for kids, but it's very funny, and uh, I will be on that.
2: They are very entertaining. I have listened to a handful of episodes, and yeah, it's a treat. Obviously, if you're into wrestling, you should be checking it out.
1: Yeah, so I'll be on there and I'll give you guys details probably by next week or I'll put it on cool. social media.
2: Anything well, no, else, right? that's it. I just want everybody to, uh, you know, be healthy, be happy, social distancing, all that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's going to be difficult for everybody. I mean, you know, especially for people like my, myself or the staff at the bar where yeah. they're not making any money. Some people, are, some people are working from home and getting paid and complaining that they can't do anything. Well, there's a lot of people that aren't making any money And, you know, shout out to our healthcare workers and emergency service workers, because they're the ones that are really putting their lives at risk with this and their families' lives. Most importantly, keep an eye on the elderly, reach out to people, uh, mental health in particular. I know my brother's having a hard time. His wife's, his wife's deployed in Texas. She can't get home. They won't let her go. And he's stuck in the house and he's bored as hell. Yeah. So for everybody out there that's having a hard time, reach out to somebody, you know, it's not too hard. Phone call, anything. Or just send us a message. I mean, I'm glad to bullshit with you about anime or whatever. Me the hell. too. And I,
2: like I said, I want friends on my yeah. island. So if you have uh, Animal Crossing, uh, feel free to reach out.
1: Yeah. And uh, keep on keeping the porters. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, we uh, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Send us questions at show requests. Our email is newtaku 2019 at gmail.com. And we will talk about them all on the air. Listen to the pod being Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe and share. Once again, I'm Frank I'm Jim. COVID can't it stop us, it right, Frank? Not no. That's right. Try your best. Gamba